Welcome to Inspired Artist Podcast with me, Porter Singer. I am so excited about this episode because I have two guests on, so it makes it kind of a panel, and also the two guests are super special. So the first one is Diane Kalsa, and Diane I have known for a while. In fact, I just noticed that when she sent me her bio, she actually included me, which I thought was so adorable. So Diane is a MA breathwork facilitator, yoga instructor, massage therapist, energy worker, occupational therapy practitioner. Honestly, the list of things that she does could go on probably for an entire episode. She is certified in so many things and knows so many things about so many things that it's really, really inspiring. Um, I met Diane in the Phoenix Kundalini Yoga Ashram community and we became close friends there. She has also, Diane, been a student of all things spiritual for as long as she can remember. And since 2002, she has completed five yoga teacher certifications, two massage therapy certifications, two energy healer apprenticeships, and a breathwork facilitator apprenticeship. So she is extremely knowledgeable in what she does and hugely inspirational to me. Um, Rachel Chase is the other person that we are going to be chatting with. And she is a friend of Diane's. That's how I met her. And um, she is an integrative healer, counselor, coach, and guide. She's taught various forms of visual and performing arts for over 30 years. And Rachel sees life as a sacred practice and loves to inspire others to awaken their spirit through play, compassion, and self-expression. And the thing that we came here to discuss why we did the podcast episode is because they have this amazing retreat that they're facilitating in Sedona, Arizona called Quantum Spirit, Healing Beyond Time and Space from June 3rd to June 6th of 2023. And they still have a few spots left. So if this podcast um, inspires you, if you feel like called towards the information that they're sharing, then please reach out to them. You can email rachel at rachelchase.com. I'll put all the information in the podcast show notes so that there will be no confusion about how to sign up. And yeah, let's get into it. Here we go. Hi. Hello. I haven't done a three-way podcast in a while, so <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I love having more of like a panel it feels it feels like more of a panel forum kind of thing so yeah um i'm super excited to talk about well specifically your retreat that's coming up in june and yeah can you talk a little bit about either of you i don't know who feels more inspired to start it's going to be the other cool part of our forum is that we'll just have to (laughs) intuit who goes next um but do either of you feel like starting out and just kind of explaining what people are going to be doing? I think I'm going to let Rachel do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, um, so what we're going to be doing is it's a, a four day immersion um, at the Sedona Creative Life Center in Sedona, Arizona. <laughs> uh, I think there's only one Sedona. I think when you say mm-hmm. Sedona, people know it's in Arizona. <laughs> Um, and and Diane and I will be um, leading some essentially workshops with a flow throughout that four days. The first two days will be full days, and then the second two days will be half days. And I can just kind of give you a little list of the of the workshops and the experiences and the and the the theme. Um, and Diane can talk about the theme a little more too because. Um, it's really inspired. And, and, uh, so I'll, I'll give you a rundown and I'm just going to kind of bring up the schedule. So I've got it in front of me. Um, yin yoga, conscious breath work, amazing breath work. And those are both guided by Diane on both Saturday and Sunday, June 3rd and 4th. So it's third, fourth, fifth, and sixth of June this summer, uh, 2023. And, um, We'll also be guiding some some group circles too, as as far as sharing and processing whatever comes up during that breath work. Um, and I will be guiding some somatic healing journeys and qigong and sound healing and art therapy. And we've got some uh, movement and dance on the books too. Diane's got a cool ecstatic dance process that she's 
kind of guide folks through and um and did I say art therapy and some art therapy too? So I don't want to give too much away, but we'll also be doing some Qigong in the Red Rocks. And on the final day that morning, we'll meet for a short hike that Diane's going to guide us through. So that's the flow. It's the general Ooh, that flow. so cool. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. We're so excited. Mm. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be, to be working with you, Rachel. <laughs> Me too, Diane. Me too. Diane and I, well, let's see. So when did we meet Diane? You tell that story of how we met. <laughs> well, it was like we knew each other before we knew each other, right? Um, there were so many coincidences and synchronicities. Um, so both of our stepfathers taught together at um, the college in Florida that both of I went, both of us went to. <laughs> So, but at different times, right? You went for grad school and I went for undergrad. Um, so anyway, there was that connection. And then I think we officially met at the Kundalini Yoga Center in um, Altamont Springs, mm -hmm. uh, where I did my, my first uh, Kundalini Yoga teacher training. Um, and I just immediately fell in love with Rachel I remember you were teaching um, Sodarshan Chakra Kriya. That was the first time I'd ever done it. And um, oh, I think I reached out to you teacher? after that. Yeah. Was she a teacher there? Okay, so you yeah. were taking the training and, and you, Rachel, were teaching it? I was teaching a workshop that day that oh. Diane had come to. And in during that workshop, that was one of the meditations that we were doing. And that was in what, like 2014, maybe? I'm thinking 2013, maybe 10 yeah, years ago around there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Around there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I, I reached out to her, I don't know about a couple different things. I think I realized the connections between our dads teaching together. And um, I probably had questions about the, the Kriya because uh, it's very powerful Kriya, if you know it. Um yeah, and we just got to talking, and I think I reached out to you on a kind of a regular basis after that. I was living in Jacksonville, and you were in Orlando, and you were kind of involved, well, you are, were involved uh, very much in the art scene and at the Atlantic Center for the Arts, and I had several friends who knew you or knew of you who were artists in Orlando. Um, so anyway, mm -hmm. I just fell in love with Rachel. <laughs> and I fell in love and with Diane. <laughs> I reached out to her. This is a funny thing. I don't know if you remember it, Rachel. Mm. I reached out to her before I moved to the Phoenix ashram border. So, I and, a, and just to kind of get her advice and to kind of bounce it off of her. And I don't know how you knew this, but you knew that Porter was there. You said she was there. Mm. And as I've told you for a long time, Porter, your your music has been incredibly special to me for a very long time and, and a big part of my um, spiritual practice for many, many years. So when I found out you were there, I started thinking, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to meet her. And I think I've told you this Porter. So it just felt like all these, you know, especially this moment in time right now with the three of us here and, the, and this is the quantumness, right? These things that happen in time and space and they all, they seem like, um, coincidences, but I don't mm. know. I don't think they are. I think Wait, it's so more that than was, that. Um, that was like a tipping, that was like a tipping point in like your decision. I, I don't think I really knew that. And I was, I was Sirgan sure. at the time, just to not confuse <laughs> people who are listening. You're so good at yeah. the name change thing, but yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Huh. Wow. It, it, that it, uh, okay. Absolutely. That is so fascinating. Yeah. So, <laughs> You know, we have these meetings all along the way and then the growth that yep. happens and the contributions we're making to each other's lives and we don't even know it. <laughs> right. And then we find right. out later. It's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Rachel had lived at the at the Millis um, Center. Right. So yeah, I don't know if that's how you knew where people were or what. I know you went to winter solstice and Mm -hmm. kind of the I, east coast kind of thing uh in the kundalini circuit so so yeah all those years all those years yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, helping to put on the the fall festival at the Kundalini Center. I in played there. That was like the last event that I've done. Yeah, Oof. fascinating. That was my, that was my swan song. <laughs> right, <laughs> and then we go. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's so amazing to to just think about all our journeys, and um, mm -hmm. I know maybe we could even have a whole other talk another time about. I mean, I grew up in a fundamentalist christian cult <laughs> until the age of 12 so wow. there's just some fascinating correlations there because um, your family left or like you left or family yeah my mother my mother got us out essentially wow. yeah it was a, a a quite a journey so all this all the all these ways we come to find ourselves in and out of different things that aren't necessarily so healthy, perhaps, <laughs> to find our way to what's true for us, you know, and the quantum thing. So the retreat is called Quantum Spirit, Healing Beyond Time and Space. And that's inspired by Diane and I's fascination with the quantum realm. And uh, I know I, I did a quantum healing, facilitated a, a session for Diane a while back and we uh really when you're in these sessions it's like you're you're having this journey together and and it was so palpable and beautiful to go on Diane's journey with her and um the connections that we've made and just this this the conversations that we keep having um in our lives so well well I, I knew I wanted to do a retreat in Sedona at some point. And Diane, you were like, yeah, you should do a retreat at this place that I go to called the Creative Life Center. Yeah, you should do that. And I was like, well, we should do that. Let's do it together. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, Is it a, because um, there's a place in Phoenix called the Creative Living Fellowship, I think. Is it like a new thought church or is that just a the Creative Living center in Sedona do they have any I think it's separate there is a, a chapel there okay. mm -hmm. uh, lots and lots of different um, people have come through there and offered retreats and different events and things and I mean I just can't even you know, we don't have to make the interview all about this but so it's something about Rachel I think <laughs> maybe <laughs> the two of us so there's a particular astrologer that Rachel had recommended to me. And the day I went to finalize everything for our retreat, I went in person to Creative Life Center. Guess who was there that weekend? That astrologer. <laughs> that astrologer. <laughs> it's just Which, who's the astrologer? Incredible. Molly, uh, Mo Molly McCord. McCord. Molly yeah. McCord. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and her title of of her workshop she was doing was like something like quantum astrology. <laughs> so I had taking I... pictures and sending them to Rachel. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> Synchronicities abound. Yes, I had yes. been there actually. I, I went to that venue in 2008, spring of 2008, with my then yet to be fiance yet to be husband now husband and uh um to see uh jai utal the kirtan artist oh, for cool. a show and he was using the main room the biggest room big big concert room they have several rooms we'll be using one of the other rooms because we don't we're not going to need that that huge of a, a space but um you know it's one of these places that's just like so cool it's just such a cool cool spot <clears throat> yeah. it's not the type of retreat center that has uh, uh lodging there so folks will need to line up their own lodging for the retreat and and accommodations and that kind of stuff yeah. so mm -hmm. and the views are just gorgeous um from every window and every every patio um it's just incredible just to to look out um from the creative life center mm-hmm yeah, Beautiful. Sedona Beautiful. is just so gorgeous. I have always loved Sedona. Right. Yeah. 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 I've I've been going to this retreat center pretty regularly um since I 
started doing breath work. Um, so it's, it's near and dear to me. Lots of, I've, I feel like it's a special, um, place for healing and, um, and growth for a lot of people. There's the energy is just, it's like beyond words. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, let's talk about each. I, I, I don't even want to call this an interview because I really just like to have conversations with people and I don't have prepared questions or anything like that, but I do want to get into all these things that Rachel mentioned in the beginning, because I'm curious. So I know about Diane, I know about the breath work that you do. I would love for you to explain it so that other people can get in the know of it. I have done a few sessions with you uh, over zoom, which have been really amazing. And then I also just went to your teachers workshop who came to Seattle uh, last Sunday, uh, which was just such a powerful experience. So do you want to tell, I would love to hear like how you got into the breath work and then kind of what, how it, how it works and what you are intending for people to get out of it. Ooh, that did sound um, like an interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, um, I have always been a seeker right um for as long as i can remember so breathwork was actually a part of my very first yoga teacher training back in 2001 uh, we did a rebirthing style of breathwork and we did it a couple times and i had profound experiences both times where you know i just felt like my entire body was lit up i was getting downloads i was having conversations with um, loved ones from the beyond or, you know, current people in my family who, you know, I was like going back to childhood and having conversations that I wished I could have had or handled better. Um, so from, from the beginning, um, my very first taste of it, it, I was just having these incredible profound experiences that I, I couldn't make sense of with my mind. Um, and it, I think I got scared. I actually got scared because I wanted to understand it. Um, so it was a long time before I really did it, did it again, or was mm. like curious about it again. I'd say, so I think I met uh, Zach, my breathwork teacher in 2017, 2018. And um, a cable actually from, from Phoenix Ashram. Um, introduced me to him. I went to one of his, one of his workshops here in Phoenix and same thing again, literally like within minutes. And I think you've had this experience Porter, you've shared with me within minutes of starting the breath process. I'm like, the only thing I can describe is it was, it was a Kundalini awakening. It, mm. You know, just your whole body vibrating, all this light and energy pouring through the center, coming through you know, the crown chakra, um, you know, and I'm, I'm of course bawling my eyes out, you know, just this amazing, incredible beyond words experience. Um, and so then I started doing it regularly because I thought, you know, this is amazing. And of course, since then I've had very different experiences. <laughs> um, and like a lot of people, I think I've, I've kind of tried to chase that, those initial profound, you know, like intense experiences. Uh, I chased it for a while and then I realized, you know what, there's so much to be discovered and explored here. Um, why limit myself to just that one type of experience? Mm -hmm. And um, it's been this process of just opening and opening and opening. Uh, when you don't think you can open or discover possibly discover anything else um there's something else um and and that's this particular breath that um so i apprenticed with zach um after that and starting in 2019 so during during like high times of covid <laughs> we're all stuck at home and i that's why i did sessions with you on zoom porter um so i did the i did the training and um it's, it's just changed my life. I, you know, I clearly moved out of the ashram since then. Um, lots and lots of changes, relationship changes, job changes. Um, 
I, I love where my, you know, where I've landed. I love my life today. I don't, uh, I feel a lot freer than I was before. Um, a lot freer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, and it just continues. It just continues. And I want to share that with people because I am clearly so, so, um, jazzed about it. So that's breath work. And this particular breath, like I was saying, is it kind of lends itself to this like constant discovery of something new is is what I've gleaned from it and what other people have in the feedback that I've gotten. And it's a pretty uh, it's very um if I could describe it, I would describe it like a gentle, like a yin, a, a, a feminine style of breathing. It's circular. It flows. There's no um, gaps or pauses. Um, it's kind of like water. I think of like a water wheel when I'm doing the mm. breath. Um, and I, the mechanics of it kind of create that same experience right it translates over into what you get out of it Mm. so it's I just absolutely love it (laughs) so I'm here to share it (laughs) when you said that you got scared of it at first that reminded me that I I haven't I didn't go into this session with that but in sessions with you um maybe because it was newer um and I also knew what I was getting myself into because I had done it once before with Zach. Um, I, the thing that scared me about it was that I knew I was going to be doing something repetitive for that long and get getting sort of like feeling that like not free in the fact that it was going to be so repetitive and I was going to be like in, I don't know, like entrained in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know why that's scary, but it, it wasn't scary this last time, but that made me think of, of uh, other times that I've done it. So I, I remember that. And if, if I may, the sense that I got and still do is, you know, we, both of us were coming out of this very rigid, you know, got to follow the rules kind of lifestyle. And it, it was really difficult for me to go to a new teacher and trust him. Mm. Um, uh, that didn't last very long when I realized that um, the style that that Zach showed me and is here to teach is, um, you know, it's just not about following his rules. It's about you and um, you have the ability to play with the breath. You have the ability to stop and get up and walk out if you want. No one's <laughs> going to block the door. Um, so yeah, and he definitely has shown me um, time and time again that that he's just here to share it because he he loves it, you know, as much as I do. And he's he's been able to help a lot of people and. Mm. I, you know, the people I went through the training with, the people I go on retreats with, um, it just feels like we're just constantly shedding these layers, you know? So we, you know, I'll go to these retreats three, four times a year if I can. Um, for a while I was doing it that frequently and that's what it felt like, you know, I'm like just peeling layers of the onion off, peeling, 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 but it never ends (laughs) and I'm in control. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It, have you two done this in combination before? Because I have actually imagined like after I've done sessions with you, I'm like, oh, I feel like so creative. I want to go sing. I want to dance. I want to draw something like that just seems like such a perfect combo. Have, is this the first time that y'all are going to workshop this or have you? Kind of it, it, it is the first yeah. time we're workshopping it. <laughs> and we have done um, many sessions together in other ways. So mm-hmm. we've um, gotten creative together in the healing process. Mm-hmm. And and we've tapped in with that 
together in, in different ways, but not in a workshop format. So this is, we're so excited to get excited. to do this yeah. this way. Yeah. 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 Yes. I've done some art therapy with Rachel, of course, the quantum healing, um, hypnosis, which I absolutely adore. It's, it's on my list of trainings I want to do <laughs> one of these days. Um, I had just an incredibly profound experience. Rachel spends so much time um, in these sessions um, with her clients. She is just uh, the most caring, uh, supportive, loving individual um, that, that you'll ever meet. Um, oh. Yeah, and extremely intuitive and... Um, so yeah, I was on this journey and uh, I was at the pyramids of Egypt in my journey. Ooh. Um, yeah, it it was really cool. <laughs> um, and people who know me know I'm kind of fascinated with pyramids. And um, so it was, it was quite an adventure and I can't wait to do it again, actually. I probably won't have the same experience twice, but... <laughs> <laughs> What is the, what is the process? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just thinking about, about how they're all different and, and, and how true that is, Diane. And um, just like any of the healing processes as you're talking about breath work, I, I, I was just, I wanted to say something about one of the breath work sessions I received from someone else but years ago I, I also did some some of the rebirthing stuff and yoga teacher training a long time ago too but um, I'll never forget one of the experiences I had with breath work where we were in in person in, in a room and we were doing that circular kind of breathing and I had a, a a shoulder pain that during that time I was recovering from a real like crazy injury and um so, it was basically almost gone by the end of that session, the pain. And someone else in that room said, because we did some processing afterwards where we were sharing what happened and our experiences. And she said she had a strange pain in her shoulder and elbow all of a sudden. And she described it and it was, it was my pain. She said it came for a minute and then it went. And wow. she didn't know that I came in with that injury. Wow. And I, I said, well, I think you might have been feeling my pain for a minute. And we, we, we discovered in that conversation that we were kind of processing things together. And of mm. course, you two know that experience of yoga classes and, and, and music and, and everywhere where it's this group shared thing that we're going on a uh, journey that we're going on together, experiencing. And yeah. that, I just think that's just incredible. Talk about the quantum, right? The consciousness field that we're all in together. So powerful. Yeah. Mm. That's one of the beautiful things that happens in breathwork groups, you know, versus doing it individually. Both are great. Um, I feel like groups have the potential to kind of catapult us and take us um, further quicker uh, in my experience. And also um, it's, there's this beautiful dance of like how we kind of assist each other. Uh, mm -hmm. I've come out of sessions and I've said, I felt like I was just holding the space for like, couple people in the room or like the, the energy in the room over here it wouldn't even necessarily be a person you know just hmm. something's going on over here and I'm almost like a circuit right like you're you're plugged in and you're it's just incredible spatially <laughs> sometimes you'll have people yeah people will be cracking up laughing <laughs> crying uncontrollably <laughs> And then sometimes it feels like nothing is happening and only to find out in your dreams that night or the next day, holy crap, like, you know, these downloads or, you know, like the synchronicities again um, and the incredible healing that, um, that can happen that can't be explained. And I'm here to tell you, I'm 
not so hung up on trying to explain everything anymore because yeah. it it's probably it doesn't wrong really anyway. matter <laughs> <laughs> right and a lot of these things cannot be described infinite cannot be described in words right Right. The quantum cannot be described in words. Yeah. And so often in the beginning, we're like, <laughs> okay, who was that guide? And what was that? That, And I need to put all the pieces together. And, and it's understandable because there's puzzle pieces and we are trying to put our, our pieces together. And, you know, we have these experiences that are so different than before that it's like, how can we reconcile and I think the more we 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 practice or do do whatever our creative practices, our spiritual practices, that the integration starts to happen kind of behind the scenes too, you know, something. That's such yeah. an interesting point that I'd never considered this. It's like your, your ability to describe what you have experienced is expanding at the same time as what you've experienced because without those experiences and you have nothing to you have nothing to draw from kind of yeah that makes a lot of sense yes and yes you don't have the language reference can point. only describe so much yeah mm -hmm. that right. as well yeah 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 soul yeah soul, soul language is symbolic yeah soul language is is the symbolism of visual and auditory that isn't always our whatever our english language can't necessarily doesn't necessarily have the capacity to mm -hmm. hold it and so yeah. we must express yeah. <laughs> yeah. well and so we have art and dance and music and yeah yeah exactly exactly and and right and, and the introspective the journaling too of just being with just letting it come and flow and um it's it with the art processing it's so so many times when I'm doing art, art therapy with a client, at first they'll say, I don't even know what this means. This doesn't mean anything. And then you look at it later, a day, a week, a month, a year later, and you realize, oh my God, it's all right here. It, I said, I did say it all right there. I didn't even know it at the time, but it's all right here. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah. Yeah. The other so, thing, I, you know, I love to talk about Porter that I would like to bring up is um, polyvagal theory. Just a little bit. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, even just to, to like dial it back to sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, you know, just the basics, right? Um, so when when i had that fear response right from from the incredible experiences i was having when i tried breath work initially um i it was this feeling of trying to like explain it which is this form of control and like clamp down on it um so our you know the sympathetic nervous system is in hyperdrive for most of us nowadays if you live in a city like I do and Rachel's out <laughs> she's, she's somewhere way out because <laughs> she's smart <laughs> but you know our nervous systems are just wrecked um by and large so uh there you know you hear a lot about um polyvagal theory these days the vagus nerve the different aspects of the vagus nerve the um that have been it's been discovered that you can turn on dorsal aspect of your vagus nerve so that you're in this open um calm state right it's not like you're asleep or like lethargic or anything you're open and you're calm you can receive you can socialize um so breath work singing right um anything that gets you into your creative brain, dancing, right? Uh, all these things will turn that mechanism on, right? So that you're in that open, relaxed state. And that's what we want more of, right? We... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's mm-hmm. what we all need yeah. more of so that we can heal. Yeah. I mean, the natural healing process takes place um, when when we allow it to, when we're not in constant fear, trying to clamp down and control and understand. Um, yeah, when we can just... And, and, and if I may just riff on that a little bit, the, the, you know, the trying to make sense of things, you know, is also about, well, why are we trying to clamp down and control? Because we want to feel safe. And that's the, the traumatized body doesn't feel safe. Uh, the go, go, go stress continually doesn't feel safe. And so trying to make sense of everything, having that, oh, I, I I could put all the pieces together and and wrangle it all in. And then I can, then if I know, <laughs> if I think I know, <laughs> then I have all this knowledge of what is happening. And, and so now I can be in my box of safety and, and, and everything is defined for me because the unknown is so scary to the ego right and and it's triggering to that nervous system that's already frayed and on the edges and constricted in in that 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 vagus nerve you're talking about that winds its way around everything that's clenched up and i live out here because my nervous system needed some recovery after living in on a on a street where the traffic was just whizzing by for eight years <laughs> in a you know in a day-to-day grind of driving here and driving there and driving everywhere you know so bless you bless you porter <laughs> bless you <laughs> salud <Yeah. laughs> but uh yes yes i love that you brought that up diane mm-hmm. um mm. a couple other things if i may about rachel <laughs> um <laughs> So Rachel is a she's she's a mental health uh, counselor, and if you've tried breath work, you may have discovered that sometimes it can bring up memories from the past that might have been traumatic, um, things that you've forgotten that you all of a sudden remember, and uh, you know I do my best to support uh, and help people through their process if they come out of a session and they they need that type of support. And because I'm not a trained mental health therapist, I would refer to someone like Rachel who has that uh, specific training. And so that's another one of the beauties that we may not have mentioned, um, that we have her support. Um, she's extremely adept. I know I've had plenty of sessions with her by now and lots, I've referred lots of people to her and um, she's just fabulous in that way. Um, So she has that training and she's also a Reiki master. (laughs) (laughs) So when we're doing energy, when we're doing breath work, Mm. it's really great if facilitators can also assist in the movement of the energy. Mm-hmm. So uh, just this collaboration between the two of us, you know, it just makes so much sense. Here, mm. um, here. Yeah. Here, here. That <laughs> makes so much sense. We yeah. have the complimentary, complimentary things that we do and, um, and uh, respect for each other and um, uh, a sense of, of, where we're at with each other that's 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 just it's like it's like we knew each other before we knew each other like you said that's exactly how it feels yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. my so you know as far as um the the movement is concerned I mean I I grew up as a dancer that was my first love Porter was Mm. dance um and music and so uh I I incorporate um, sound a lot in the, in the, in, in the therapeutic work. So vocalizing, toning, you know, making sounds with movement, which is that inner massage and feels so good to the soul to just release those, um, pent up emotions that need to come out, you know? Uh, so it's really fun to witness people letting go and releasing. And it's just, they go, oh my God, it's so easy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
I just got to give my, myself permission. I think yeah. that that harkens back to the cultural thing of like, stay in your lane and we don't have permission to just be loose. You know? It also right. helps to come to a space where you aren't expected to be a certain way. Like that's the beauty of a retreat, right? You come, nobody here really knows how I'm supposed to act. or So, so I could just, I could just go with what I'm, you know, I can go with the integration that I need right now. And I don't have to be, I mean, you never have to be, but it's nice to have that, you know, that external expectation lifted when you come to the retreat. So true. Yeah. So true. You can just leave it all behind and come and just be you. If if it's time for just introspection and being in your own space, or if it's time for connection and, you know, being, being more, more young energy while you're there, it's, it's whatever it needs to be for the, for each person. Yeah. I love retreat. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> One of the things that Zach did too during the the um the breathwork session that we went to that was actually really helpful for me because I was having I think I was the only I was one of two people in the whole room of 30 that made any sound whatsoever besides their breath. Uh, which was totally different than the last one that I went to with Diane and Phoenix where like <laughs> everybody was having like We're loud oh, wild range of sounds and emotions <laughs> and crying and whatever. But I'm in Seattle now and um, anyway, I got some insight as to why that is, but, um, yeah, he came and like, I was, I get, I get like a cramping in my calf sometimes mm -hmm. as part of the tetany in my foot, it like comes up to the calf and it is like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's yeah, it's, it's so this time I was just, I was trying to just breathe or, um, sound through it. And, and that really helped. And I also gave myself permission to sort of relax the breathing. Cause I was like, Oh, I think that's enough. I think that's enough intensity, um, which I was really proud of myself for. But what I'm getting to is, is that he came and kind of like swiveled my hips a little bit, like just sort of move my hips around, which is not something that I can get in a zoom session, <laughs> you know? So that was, that was actually, that's, that's, um, my, what my, uh, the, it's nice to go into a space where you can have that facilitated for you um, as opposed to doing it on your own, which is another great reason to go mm -hmm. in person. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah Zach's not a big fan of the virtual breath work for probably that's one of the reasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Um, and I usually don't offer it to people unless they have done it with me in person before or with someone in person before. Yeah. Um, I, I don't yeah. have any problem doing it online. I think it's wonderful. It's fantastic too, but yeah. Um, also different benefits um, when you do it in person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah depending on the yeah. person, depending on the situation. Yeah. Definitely. It definitely depends. And all, all of my BQH, it's, it's, it stands for beyond quantum healing. Um, all of those sessions that I do are all on zoom, all mm. of them. Mm -hmm. And they're, uh, like four to five hour sessions. And, uh, so I with will like a group or with one person. Well, I, I do lead group journeys, but they're shorter. And um, I, I actually facilitate an ongoing women's coaching group where we meet every Wednesday night. And I also do new moon circles on Zoom and all that is online. Um, but the quantum healing sessions are one-on-one. Are -on -one. And uh, essentially client comes in with a list of things that they're healing, wanting to work mm -hmm. through physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, spiritually, whatever it is, you name it. And what I, I do is I prompt the client to make a list of maybe questions or desires that they would like to ask from their own higher self for. And that, what is it you want to receive from spirit? What do you want to receive during this session? And some people come in with just one theme, but most people will come in with a list and I, I give them a, 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 a lot of prompts so they can do that. And then we talk about all that. We talk about all of it. We unpack everything. We look at the relationship with things. And I may do some coaching and some guidance, but I tend to kind of hold back on that um, because in that session, what we want to do is then guide, I guide a, a, a ritual water intention ceremony. And then I guide the client into 
a relaxed state. So this is gentle hypnosis. It's not the type where you're completely knocked out hypnosis. Although I think that's less and less common nowadays. Anyways, the consciousness is shifting. Hmm. Um, I, I think the hypnosis used to mean more of that. Oh my God, I'm going to be under and I won't know what happened. Um, and people can get uh, scared. That can sound scary. You know, like I, I'm not going to be in control, but in, in this state, it's like that's that space that Diane was talking about that openness and that physiological mental state brings you into what you could call the theta brainwave state, right? Uh, where you're in the in-between, in between sort of sleep and awake, but some of my clients even stay quite conscious during the process. Uh, some people feel a little more sleep, you know, it depends, everybody's different. And then, then I, then I essentially guide uh, the, the initial regression part is, is guided. And then after that, the higher self is taking or the soul self or the super consciousness, whatever you want to call it, part of self is, then essentially taking the client to different experiences, past life, alternate life, whatever you want to call that, or otherworldly, um, or or even just as a space inside that feels more connected with that higher self aspect to bring through the guidance. And, and every journey, every experience that happens within that state is in service to all the questions that were brought in in the first place and then we have a conversation with the higher self so that the and the client is speaking the whole time hmm. is she i'm asking questions what are you experiencing what's happening now my voice is very you know gentle and meditative and and essentially you the client are reporting what you're experiencing and my job is to assist in allowing you to have a deeper experience of it so that it's more palpable and more clear. And, uh, and then I, it's all recorded so that all that information mm-hmm. is then can be processed and we can either process it together later or not depends on what the client needs. So that's a kind of overview. Now, when I do it in a group, it's different because I can't ask everybody questions. What are you experiencing? What are you experiencing? What are you experiencing? <laughs> so it's more of a journey of, um, of guided visualization but I'm not exactly saying what you're experiencing because for each person, it's going to be different. And part of the art therapy during the retreat is going to help people draw out some of those experience mm. in quantum and bring them into form, whether it's through words or movement or sound or, or visual. I'm going to bring some watercolors and some oil pastels and I'm not going to give away too much more. <laughs> so, but yeah. I- I can't believe it's taken me this long to ask this question, but could you explain your concept of quantum? Yeah. I love that. Mm. <laughs> right, what the heck is quantum anyway? Well, quantum we keep is... saying it. So I want to make sure we're all, you know, everybody listening. Totally. On the same page. It, well, yeah. we can look at it on different, different ways. Right. So I'll, I guess I'll give my spiel and then Diane can give your perspective. And, uh, but well, essentially well, for looking at it in terms of, quantum mechanics, quantum physics, the idea is on the, on the tiniest, teeniest, tiniest level of, of something there in, within it holds like a hologram, a holograph, a hologram, uh, everything is, is uh, projected outward as well as inward. And the, on the tiniest level, you can affect everything from just going down into the tiniest level of things, which is where the seed of, of, of uh totality if you will isn't this funny it's like we're trying to explain the ineffable this is what we're talking about before (laughs) what we're how do you use words to describe yeah and so so you can think of it also as non-locality here we are on zoom i know you're there i know you're there and i know i'm here and we're using this technology to connect us from different places together in one place Mm. and if we would have said that you could do that however many decades ago people go how that doesn't make sense i don't understand you're gonna have a a thing that you look at 20 years ago i mean 20 years ago yeah Seriously. not even that long ago right it's like the exactly Jetsons. yes so what do you think 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think back to your um, your example of the art, the artwork, you know, someone might do some art and not think that it's relevant to anything that's going on for them. Like they don't know what it's about. And then a year later, they look at it and oh my God, <laughs> that's what that was. I've done that in journaling several times. I kind of have a little practice that I do where it's, you know, it's akin to manifesting, right? It is manifesting. Yeah. So, you know, um, you can, you can speak the words as if it's happening right now. Um, and that's what I'll do when I journal, like, or I'll refer back to, can, can you believe, you know, a year ago when we did our Sedona retreat, Rachel, and now so many, can you believe how far we've come since then? Now we're doing retreats quarterly. We're traveling. We're, you know, something yeah. like that. I'm just giving you an example, yes. right? Uh, so you can speak in a way that will create something in another time or space right and I know you know this Porter <laughs> um so you know quantum is exactly what you said Rachel it's you know and it's it's happening in the in the breathwork sessions it's happening in the art therapy it's happening in the journaling it's happening anytime um you you uh imagine what you want your life to be like or heal something in a conversation you had with a loved one who has passed during a breathwork session, right? So I literally feel like I have been able to heal things that happened in my past that I thought I wouldn't ever get the chance to have that conversation with that person. I wish I could go back in time and, and, and you know, change that thing that happened. Uh, good news is you can you know, if it's ready to be healed, this is another thing that we say in the conscious breath work, it will come up. If it's not ready to be healed, it won't. So that also helps people to relax a little bit more about the process, right? Because sometimes people come in with this idea, it's going to be so intense and I'm going to cry and I hate to cry. And I'm going to ugly cry and what's going to happen? They're all going to hate me <laughs> when they see me like that. And it, that's not necessarily the case for everyone. Um, or they're afraid that they're going to uncover more trauma that might have happened to them. So, you know, I, the universe, goddess, whatever you want to call it, you know, has our back and when you're doing these processes what comes up to be healed is what you're ready to heal um yeah and that can that can mm -hmm. move beyond time and space you know that's happening on so many different layers so many different levels um and and your body knows your your, your body, body knows. knows what what it's doing it yeah. will release what it is ready to release, as you said, whatever. And, and, the, and that thing about it can, you can heal the path because everything is now everything it's is all now. connected. And whatever you do now has an effect through time and space. And that ripple effect is real because we use our consciousness and our heart energy and that breath to send it in and connecting in the imaginal realm is a way of, of using that portal, if you will, of, of consciousness to tap into connecting through time and space. So you're activating in the now you're allowing your body, you're give. you're saying yes to your body's wisdom. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Something mm -hmm. that I've and never. Softening and relaxing. <laughs> softening and relaxing. Yeah. Uh -huh. <clears throat> Something that so I, that I sort of kept in my head is, as what was going on, because I, what was sort of uh, beautiful about when you, Diane, discovered Zach, um, it was around the same time that I discovered what ended up like sort of taking maybe out of the Kundalini yoga um, area as well. It was just like, oh, another interest. And this is, this seems way more interesting to me right now. That's just sort of, I think what happened for both of us, which was right. really interesting. And mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and that helped me during the session because what I kept remembering was it's just like it, it's breath, it's pure love. Like anything that is happening right now is just pure love. It couldn't be anything else. So I can't be, I'm not, I can't be afraid of pure love. That's insane. 
you know? So um, that helped me. That helped me this last time too. I was just like, all right, this is, you know, this is love too. I can, like, I, I can handle, I can Beautiful. handle love. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's your support too. You're supported there. That's, that's the, the universe, goddess, spirit. It's love. It's you're supported. You're held. As yeah. soon as you make that intention, mm. right. That's why you're there to do that reconnection work. Yeah. Reconnection, releasing, integrating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, if do you do you all have a little bit more time? Because I would love to talk about integration. Sure. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what what is your process, philosophy, experiences? Pick anything at, in terms of integration, because that that is a huge component. And I think that that's something that you know, isn't necessarily incorporated when you go to a one day workshop. I mean, this is going to be a great opportunity for people to actually integrate, you know, whether they do more afterwards too, they can, but like in the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I guess I'll, I'll start. Um, yeah, yeah. So integration is happening in the now moment at the retreat. And it's also happening after it's, it's happening before you come, mm. as soon as you know, you're going to be doing it. You're already beginning the process because you've made an agreement with yourself that this is what you're doing and it's already putting it into the works. And so integration versus disconnection, I guess you, if, if, for the contrast, understand, well, if we're talking about integration, why integrate? What's the, why is it, what does that have to do with healing? Uh, it's, it's the, the feeling of disconnection from ourselves that we're, or bringing parts back together, we're, parts of self aspect of self to be loved mm -hmm. to be to be nurtured it's like shadow work right we think of the the parts that are unknown or in in the unconscious as Jung would say you know the 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 unknown parts of ourselves to bring into the known to bring the light of awareness oh i see this is here it is and then Maybe there might be some more contrast as we bring those things into awareness. You ever had those episodes where you get these, uh, uh, like those intense experiences you're talking about? You go to these things and then you come out of the retreat and you're like, "Oh my God, I'm 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 coming down." You know, I had this mm -hmm. high, and now I'm coming down. And so some people can have that or not after a retreat. Just everyone's different. I know I've experienced it because you go into these say these spaces. And you, you have these emotional connections and, and experiences and these insights and it's, and then you go back to your regular life and it's like, oh, how do I bring that with me? You know, and that's integration to, to, okay, reflect back and say, what did, what did I learn? How do I want to take this with me? And that's a big part of what we'll be doing in the retreat too, is reflecting on how will we take this with us into our lives? And, um, and then knowing that there's the support at, at, at the other, on the other side for maybe some of those things that life brings up that says, okay, you're having these epiphanies. Now here's the challenge or initiation that you're about to go through to apply that new found awareness that you have and mm -hmm. uh, be, be kind of almost confronted maybe a little bit with something that says, okay, Here's the thing from your past that you've been wanting to heal that now is your opportunity to really do it, mm. <laughs> you know? So, uh, um, yeah, integration is, 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 is self-awareness. It's awareness of your connection with others, awareness of what your truth is and being able to love those parts of yourself that maybe haven't felt so lovable in the past. Mm -hmm. So those are my thoughts. Uh, yeah. I love what you said about the now, Rachel. Um, because I think this idea that, uh, you know, we're either in a retreat or we're in our real life. There's this notion of separate, right? And it's all us and it's all now. Um, I've, I've definitely experienced, you know, leaving retreats and, um, like not wanting to leave. Right. Cause I don't want to go back to the contrast. Um, and as I mentioned before, I've been to many, many retreats at this point. And uh, what I've noticed happening just kind of naturally through, you know, practicing presence, uh, going through the process, the breath work 
process that's healing me. The breath is healing me. Um, things are very different now where to, I don't feel like retreat versus real life is are two separate things. Um, lots of things like that have been healed. Like that was a healing that I experienced, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I bring myself in the now to both experiences now. Um, so yeah, that's a beautiful thing that has happened for me and many other things as well. I mean, my mom just moved in with me. And I, if you would have told me that five years ago that she was going to live with me, there's no way I would have <laughs> believed you. And it's going really well. <laughs> so, you know, that was a huge healing for me. And I 100% attribute it to largely breath work and a lot of the other practices that I've either continued to do or discovered, you know, some of the processes that I've done with Rachel over the past few years in particular. So just being yeah, able to and be it's all, present, yeah. right? That it, presence, presence, be present. present. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice to feel like you don't need to escape from your life. I love it when you say that, Porter. You've said that to me before. I have? Um, yes. In different ways. That. And a few years ago, you said it, and I was in a different space. And I thought, well, what is she talking about? Of course I need to escape, you know? <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, yeah, I love my life. My life is great. <laughs> I don't need to escape. It's Boy. all. <laughs> I love how great of a memory you have because. I, me you, too. you like quote me back to myself sometimes. And I'm like, I said oh that. Oh my God, you say the best things. <laughs> I'm glad you're paying attention. I should probably I should jot them all down and put them in a book. That would make a yeah. fabulous book. Cause I bet you remember things from like at so many people, right? Like some Diane's book of yeah, I could do some all Rachel the beautiful quotes. things I've heard. Yeah, I got into a relationship recently, and I was talking to Porter about it and how scared I was and, um, you know, a lot of that stuff coming up. And she goes, first of all, she goes, the stakes aren't that high. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) What? And you are so right. (laughs) You are so right. So that helped me to relax. Again, the relaxing, the softening, right? Um, and the other thing was you you said you're great either way. You're great in a relationship or out of a relationship. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> mm, and there you go. So comforting. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Both of you. You're, you're wise women. And so are you, Diane. You're <laughs> extremely wise. And it's such a pleasure to converse with you both and just be in this space together and explore all of these wonderful ways of being and holding space together so awesome yes Mm. amazing Mm. good stuff diane holds the most certifications of anyone that i have (laughs) ever met you know more about more I'm like, I'm going to do this one. I'm going to do this one. This one. Right. It's quite, it's quite wow. inspiring. Yes. Bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just very curious. What can I say? Awesome. I think, I feel like maybe that's starting to slow down a little, a little, you know, we'll see. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for, um, for being here and for uh, talking about your what is going to be an amazing retreat and I'm excited for all the people whose healing process begins the moment they click and decide that they're doing it as Rachel reminded us yeah um would you like to I will have all the information in the show notes but if you want to tell people where they can go to get more information and sign up uh go for it cool thanks and thanks for having us Porter it's been so much fun I could do this for hours with you. Um, So you'll have to come again. Okay, you got it. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk more. Um, Coffee talk. (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, so the, the retreat info is actually on my website, which is rachelchase.com uh, forward slash Sedona retreat 2023. And if you just go to rachelchase.com, you'll see a little graphic for it and they can just click on that. And all the info is there on the, the web web page uh and it's just 750 for the retreat so uh and we do payment plans as well so yeah sweet cool all right thanks yeah and we can make recommendations as to places to stay and yes places to eat and yes yes and we're we're helping people coordinate together if they want to uh rent cars from the airport together or find an airbnb together we're happy to facilitate and assist in that process for sure oh wonderful cool yeah Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the podcast, y'all. Please like, subscribe, rate, comment, whatever the platform you listen to podcasts on offers you as a way to let its algorithm know that you're enjoying these episodes. That really helps. Also, there's some links in the podcast description notes that allow you to support the podcast in a way that benefits you and us. So please check those out. And if you'd like to stay in touch with me, you can sign up for my mailing list at portersinger.com. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.